0: Hey guys, welcome to Call Me When You Drive, episode 2.
1: Hi everybody.
0: We're back.
1: <laughs> we are.
0: Oh my god. Um, so the first episode was such a such an experience because totally. it was really weird people actually listening to it and then messaging us. Yeah. Um, I know we sound like a lot of people message us, but <laughs> yeah. obviously we're just starting out. Yeah. Um, that said... I wanted to start the podcast with a question that we got from one of our listeners, if we can even say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, listeners, I'd just say my friend. <laughs> okay, true, at this true. point.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Because yeah, I feel like that's mostly what our demographic consists of at the moment. <laughs> it's
1: our friends and family. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: Thank you. Okay, so since you're the one who received the question, do you want to share what it was?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, one of my friends who doesn't know you yeah. said, oh, how did you and your co-host meet?
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: True. Last episode, we did talk about the fact that I was Dululu when I met you.
2: Mm-hmm. but Dululu we Dululu about what?
0: Like my friendships. Remember? I oh, said yeah, I had yeah. like a sense of loss and I was like, not really evaluating people's place in my life. Yeah. But we didn't actually talk about how we met.
1: That's true. We didn't.
0: Okay. So you probably remember the date. <laughs>
1: oh, Knowing that's what you. I wanted to look up. Uh. I actually wanted to go back through my course history and see what day of the week <laughs> it was to give you an exact date. Yes. I think it was a Thursday class, right?
0: Yeah, it was a Thursday class. It was a marketing research class.
1: Biz 345. Yes. SFU. Yeah. Surrey campus.
0: That's true. SFU Surrey campus. Um, And... Funny thing that I want to share about how we met is this was, was it both of our last semesters at SFU? It was,
1: it was both of our last semesters. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I was pursuing a joint major in business and communication at SFU, which was, um, it, it's it's popular, but it's not so popular. Like, you don't always run into people who are pursuing the same thing as you. Um, but then in my last semester, I meet Anoop. And this entire time for the past four years, he was doing the exact same program as me. And we just had never met until That's that right. point.
1: I know. That was crazy. Well, I did my first two years at Quantlin, Yeah. And I did the first, yeah, like the first half of the degree there. And then I transferred it over to oh, SFU. True.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But still, we had two years to run into each other and yeah, we didn't.
0: And we never did.
1: But then we had two classes together in our last semester yes. our last two business
0: courses. what was the other one i forgot
1: it was another marketing class and i think it had to do with like ethics ethical issues and marketing dude did i not drop
0: oh i did not drop out we had some marketing simulation game in that class too yeah. where we had to like um yeah win and compete against and like we had other a really groups.
1: like bossy difficult to work with group member yes. do you remember that i
0: remember i still think about her often i
1: do too <laughs> kind of makes me laugh
0: i actually seriously do think about her often <laughs> more often than like a person should she hasn't even been a part of my life since I then i think we
1: had a lot of inside jokes to cope yeah with that it. coping but mechanism that is how we met and um yeah i remember meeting you and walked into class that day and had the lecture and then at the end she did like this debate. Yeah, and um, she wanted two volunteers and you the volunteered. Prof. The prof, sorry, yeah, yeah. the prof wanted uh, volunteers for this debate. Yes, and you volunteered and another girl did as well. Yeah, sounds who I think like me was your friend. And, yes, yes, and um, like I didn't know who you guys were, but you guys seemed like friends. And then you guys went up there and you did such a good job. And I was like, wow. Like I'm super impressed.
0: Really? Yeah, I was was super impressed. Were you thinking from the perspective of like, oh, I'm personally impressed, or like down, like she would be a good person to have in my group? Impressed.
1: Both. (laughs) Yeah, both. Because so for for all of university and even in high school, I was never strategic about choosing group mates. Yeah. So I would always end up doing a lot of the work, Mm. or you know, I just have a tough time in general. So in my last semester, I realized that, like, people finangled and, like, really were quite strategic with how they went about university and choosing groups and, you know, talking to the professors during office hours, grade grubbing. I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. And I started to realize that people were. So then I was like, okay, I need to get this girl in my group. (laughs) I was like, 100%. I need. And I wanted both of you guys in my group. Yes. But... um. I think you had a little bit more of this energy and passion. this passion, more footwork. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> more energy, more energy. Um, so I, yeah, I was like super drawn to that, and I was like, okay, gotta gotta be bold. So then I think I went up to you, and maybe you might remember yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He better. comes
0: up to me, and he said. Uh, so y- you're, you know, we're like business students. So business students will shake hands and it's not like awkward or weird. Right. So he extends his hand out to me and he shakes hands. He's like, Oh, like really good job with the debate. And I was like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but I was like, thank you. And then he said, um, Oh, like I was wondering if you guys would want to be in a group together, you know, I would love to work together. And I said, Oh yeah, okay, sure. And this is a bit of a little bit of a side tangent, but my personal thought in that head, in my head, sorry, at that time was, I can't believe someone wants to be in a group with me. Wow, because <laughs> I, I know you said like I was with my friend that day, and uh, she, she later did become good friends mm-hmm. with me, but at the time we were only acquaintances because we knew each other from uh, a club, like okay. a student club. Gotcha. So that's why we knew each other, familiar face in class. Yeah. Um, but the first half of my university career, and most of my high school days. I remember not being picked first to okay. be in groups. Okay. There were one or two years in high school where I was. Yeah. Um, but I had some like personal struggles that um, I went through as well. And just like growing up too, sometimes I was seen as too smart and like too nerdy. And then yeah. people would pick the cool girls, you know, or yeah. the, the clicky girls. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So I don't know. I just grew up thinking people don't want to be in my group. Okay. Um and although that narrative changed greatly in the second half of my university career, yeah. even until today. Like if at work someone asks me like do you want to grab lunch? I'll be like you want to grab lunch with me? It
1: surprises you.
0: It surprises me.
1: Yeah, you feel shocked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh and so when you asked me, I was um it, it, yeah, my inner child was very happy <laughs> okay, that I'm somebody glad. reached out and was wanting to be in a group with me.
1: It's funny you say that like That whole bit that you said about what did you say about like people thought I was like too smart or too Too nerdy? Too nerdy. Okay. So I didn't think you were nerdy. Yeah. But you had like this cute, dorky quality about yourself. Like I knew you were like a go getter. Oh. But (laughs) what I really liked about you was it was positive energy. Yes. Because I don't think I would have wanted to be in a group with somebody who I thought was going to be good, but wasn't like a nice person nice person yeah you know what i mean and you and you spoke with such confidence and such passion yeah that it surprises me that you even felt that way at that time Aww. because you you faked it till you made it like you you've had me fooled. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought you knew your shit didn't stink.
0: No, 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 no. I, I think it, I still think it stinks, but okay. um, thank you. That's sweet of you. I, I do remember thinking how brave it was of you to do that. Yeah. Um, because it can be perceived in so many different ways. Somebody coming up and saying like, Oh, I want to be in a group with you and you're not even knowing either of us. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really cool, cool, but I still remember thinking, Oh, this is, seems like a cool person but okay. i didn't really think much of it yeah and then um once we started obviously when we started uh you know working together in the same group got yeah. to know each other
2: yeah
0: um i think all three of us were vibing to a certain yeah. extent me you um and and my friend yeah however um i was trying not to think too much of it yeah like if we're going to become friends or not because semester friendships are a thing in university yeah where you're friends for a semester, you might be really good friends. But then after the semester is over, it's who does.
1: Really? You know? Yeah. You know, I, well, I, I never experienced, I wouldn't say really good friends. Yeah. Because I think like if they were really good friends, maybe that friendship would have. True. trans Translated beyond the semester. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so I never felt. I never had a semester friend like that. Okay. But so when I did meet you and then maybe it's like after that class, I just thought, great, I secured myself a, a good group. Like, yes. fuck, I got this semester. This is going <laughs> to be good. So that girl, she's going to do everything. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it was like the second or third class that I just really liked your personality and I felt like I could be myself around you and we yeah. had banter. And mm-hmm. I just like, genuinely really liked you. Yeah. That my focus shifted from okay, our assignment and doing well to I want I want to make her my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Oh
0: my god. If you guys could see his face right now, like I saw your pupils widen, okay they
1: dilated.
0: (laughs) Sorry, yeah they
1: dilated. Yeah, because when you look at someone you love, they dilate, right? Um (laughs) but Yeah, I like I knew I was like, oh, I really want her to be my friend. And I'm like, I think she could be like my best friend. Really? Yeah. I was like, I think like she has the potential to be my best friend. (laughs) So then I went and talked to like all of my friends and my family. Like my I know this sounds really strange, (laughs) but I was just really excited to have met someone that I thought was just so awesome. And... um. Like things that I knew about her, I was impressed with her. She was, you know, super smart. She was on Red FM. She had a radio show and she had been doing that for, for years. And she was writing for Darpen magazine. Oh, okay. Right. Stop. And we're like, at this point, we're 21, 22. Yes. She, you know, fairly, fairly young. Very young, young. And, you know, you had a good job and everything. So I was just super impressed by all of your accolades, mm. but also your personality. Yes. Yes. So I, like, would talk to, like, my sisters about you and be like, oh, she's so cool. Aww. Like, I I was like, I need to figure out how to, like, make sure our friendship transfers over and really? actually, yeah, and actually, like, build a friendship. Like, I was pretty intentional about it.
0: Oh, that's so sweet, Anub. First yeah. of all, like, thank you for saying all of that. Um, it's so funny because I I had a little bit of a different experience where I absolutely adored you, right? Okay. But I think I, I did... <clears throat> it's just like my maybe my tarama. <laughs> Yeah. or like tired. whatever, <laughs> whatever. I just didn't think that the friendship would be a thing or it, it would last. Okay. Um, I remember something that happened that that prompted me to think maybe this is more than just a semester. <laughs> I was gonna call it fling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, an <laughs> academic fling. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was like, maybe it's something like deeper than that. Yeah. Is this is gonna be a weird thing? You offered to pick me up. From my house a few times to drive to school. Okay. Um, and as the older daughter in my family, and I think a lot of um, uh, you know, elder daughters and in, in a brown fam or in any fam can like relate to this. I'm always the picker-upper. Yeah. I'm always like the um, planner. Um, I I pay for things. Um, I'm the one like even with my friends, I was the one used to asking people like, when are we gonna hang out or like. Should we do this? This this. I'll take you here, here, here. Or you, you're missing class here. I'll drive you to class.
2: Yeah.
0: It was just such a small thing you offering to pick me up, but that act of service, I was like, oh, like I can take off my thinking cap sometimes.
2: Okay, that's around sweet. you.
0: So that was uh, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, and then I think um one of the other things that really bonded us was um our FaceTime calls. Yes. Um, I remember having a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And then I think I I, I said to you once, I said, hey, Anoop, I just want to let you know that if you ever need anything um, or if a situation comes up, I'll pick up my car and drive to you even like if it's midnight.
1: Yeah. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think like that was a pivotal point for me where I was like, okay, like it seem, seems like we are going to be friends beyond yeah. the semester. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we met.
2: That
1: is how we, we met. met
0: in class You know
1: what's so funny is what you didn't share though. What? Is and you just made me seem like the one that's just obsessed with you. Exactly. Oh um, the similar experience that you were having. Do you remember when I was talking about you to other people?
0: Oh yes, 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 yes. I was talking about a noob to everybody. I, and I didn't also, pay her
1: to say this. This is like the truth.
0: This is this is the truth. Yeah. This is definitely the truth for sure. And I think like um, even the person that I was seeing at the time, yeah. got upset, yeah, because I was talking about Anoop so much, and he's just like a hootist guy, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know properly, but like he's amazing. <laughs> that's
1: that's the part of the story that makes me laugh. That people <laughs> got annoyed with how much. <laughs> yeah we're talking about talking each other. about
0: each other, yeah, yeah, and like um i I think we both had googled each other, <laughs> Yeah. okay uh, i I'm gonna say something really um funny, so I came over to a noobs house once, right, <laughs> and I'm just like looking i i I think I was gonna search for a song on YouTube, like just to play in the background or whatnot, something, yeah. and I see my name in the search <laughs> history, <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: anyway. I did that.
0: He had found all these videos of me that I didn't even, I didn't even know some of these videos existed, okay?
1: Yeah, dude, you're a local star.
0: No, I am not a local local <laughs> star, but I, like, okay, it's really funny because if you're not into somebody, yeah. and if you don't want to be friends with them, yeah. that would actually really scare you. But yeah. I was flattered. I was like, oh, that's really Fair. sweet. And <laughs> and and you know what I really remember thinking with you, Anub? Um, We grew up a little differently. Yeah like um in, in not that different but in different environments I would say or maybe your parents had slightly different parenting
1: styles. Yeah. But I could relate to you so well. What do you mean by that? Sorry, the parenting styles.
0: Um I think my parents were maybe a little bit more they were a little bit stricter. Okay. I remember growing up with more um religion was embedded more some culture and morality yeah sorry morality i think yeah, you no, were too of course parents,
1: <laughs> they have no morality <laughs> they were it's like non-existent peace
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> no no like yeah some i think there were some nuances yeah um that were a little bit different but um i remember thinking damn like how can this guy be the entire package he's funny um, he has amazing, you had very strong values, which I admired. Um, I also really liked how, and, and I think anybody that is listening to the podcast can probably pick this up from the way you are as well, is you did not judge no matter what. I, I felt like I could tell you anything.
1: That's sweet. Some
0: things that I was able to share with you. I hadn't shared with people that I knew for seven years and yeah. I could share with you after a few months of knowing each other
2: yeah that's and i really think sweet. Um,
0: yeah and i think that atmosphere um and and the welcoming environment that you created it also inspired me to like show up that way for my friends yeah and i still like look at that and i still do that
1: yeah that's really sweet so, thanks for saying that
0: yeah um
1: well i'm sure we could go on about this about but...
0: how we met but i want to i want to kind of circle back to um the older daughter thing that I was saying, because I think that um, this week I saw some TikToks that prompted me thinking about the older daughter thing. Yeah. Do you know this thing called Orange Peel Theory?
1: Uh, I feel like I might have seen it on TikTok. I mean, the New York Times. Um, The New York Times. (laughs) (laughs) TikTok. I'm done. But yeah, tell me about it.
0: Okay, so... Essentially, um, on TikTok, a bunch of girls are doing this challenge where they place the camera in a hidden area. Yeah. And they film um, them asking their boyfriends a simple thing, which is, hey, um, it's really hard for me to peel this orange. Can you peel it for me? Yeah. Now, the idea is that based on how the boyfriend responds or the partner responds, you can judge what kind of um, how they show up in the relationship.
2: Interesting. If they're
0: like oh, like, it's just an orange, peel it yourself, you know what kind of person they are. They're not going to yeah. be willing to help you out. It's They won't do something just because it makes it easier for you. Yeah. That's if they're like, yeah, right? <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> Don't do it, girl. <laughs> um, And then if it's like, oh, yeah, for sure, let me peel it for you. There's yeah. also boyfriends that are then like, oh, let me feed it for you, feed it to you. Hmm. So then you know what kind of person they are. And I saw this thing where one of the boyfriends reacted saying, yes, I'll peel the orange for you. But then he was like, oh, Baba, look at you. You're asking for help. <laughs> that's such a big improvement. Like, that's such a big milestone. You're able to ask for help. <laughs> and I thought that was, why are you making that face? <laughs> the Baba thing?
1: <laughs> no, it's just some of these TikToks just are Yeah, but like,
0: it, it could be staged. Who knows, yeah. right? Who yeah. knows? But I was like, damn, like, that's sweet, true. though. It is sweet. Yeah. And it's true. Like, sometimes the way you are raised can yeah. shape you into whether or not you become hyper independent and in how you feel about asking for help.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And as you're saying, like, the as the eldest yeah. daughter yeah, in, you know, an Indian family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was super hard for me to, um, and and it's not just my experience. I don't Mm -hmm. think like I had it bad or anything, Um, but I think I did grow up thinking that I had a sense of responsibility and I had to show up, I had to show up in dynamics that maybe I should, I shouldn't have to have been in um, a fixer position in, Yeah, especially when it comes to your parents. Yeah. I had to sometimes show up as like okay I have to make sure that things are okay and take responsibility and take charge. Um that's a lot of
1: pressure.
2: That
0: is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um and I think it's some of it like is my personality as well where I I I was a little competitive. Um so I would be like no I can figure this out on my own. Yeah. And then it was coupled with like not wanting to bother anyone. Yeah. I just don't, like, even now, if somebody opens the door for me or if somebody, like, pours me a glass of water, I feel so bad. Yeah. So it's so hard for me to ask for help.
1: That's, yeah, that's a lot. And that's so much pressure to be feeling from the time that you're a kid. Yeah. As a child, to have to to be a fixer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think, like, I saw a lot of that in you and still see a lot of that in you. Really? Where yeah, you totally are hesitant to ask for help or you feel more comfortable giving and doing for other people. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's this place that you're comfortable in and maybe there's, yeah, there's more reason to it. Maybe you think that you have to give in order to be accepted or... I also, I know.
0: yeah, I don't know where it's rooted in, but yeah, like it could be in my friendships or even in romantic interactions I had. And I know this is a controversial topics, yeah. uh, topic, Um, but I'm not comfortable letting anybody pay for me. No. Be, and, and it has to do with various different factors. I don't think anybody should pay for anybody either. No. But I, mean I, feel like, like yeah,
2: even, I feel like equal. Yeah, I feel like it should
0: be equal. But, but if somebody's paying for anybody, then yeah. I'm the one paying. Yeah. I just feel bad. Like, I can't. Somebody else's, you know, like offspring, not like they shouldn't have to fund me, but I can fund them. That's how I feel.
1: I get what you mean.
0: Okay. I want to ask you, Noob. Um, So people who don't know, a noob has four four older sisters. So you're the youngest brother of them all. Do you think you grew up um, spoiled at all? Or how did that like dynamic shape your personality?
1: totally yeah so i think my definitely privileged okay definitely privileged um i wouldn't use the word spoiled but maybe my sisters would i don't know i don't I, i don't identify as spoiled but i think there's a spectrum and if i am spoiled i think i'm on like the lower end of the spectrum i'd say yeah but you know what actually i'm Treated well. I'm treated well by my parents and I'm treated well by my sisters. But I think because I had sisters, like a lot of sisters growing up and I was the only boy, I think for at least one of my sisters, she really wanted to make sure that I wasn't spoiled and wanted to make sure that I was treated equally or at least had an appreciation Hmm. for what women do and, and what they go through. Um so I credit a lot of that to her because I think she really made a conscious effort to to try to make sure I had certain skills and that I was aware of my privilege I guess. Yeah. Um so I appreciate that and I think that's where I also felt protective of you too because I could see certain qualities in you when we met and just over the years that just like make me want to protect you and not that I need to be a male savior in your life at all I don't think that that's necessary but I just think that you know you can pick up on some things with people and I think like you deserve the best so (laughs) you
0: you deserve the best too and that's why we got each other (laughs) that's why we have
1: each other that's right
0: by the way just for the record um I don't think you're spoiled at all Okay. I think like I would identify more spoiled okay. than you are. Yeah, which was also one of the surprising things um, when I met you. And then I thought maybe because you grew up with sisters, you m- maybe like had more empathy or more understanding.
2: Yeah,
0: um, maybe some of those like you know feminine. There's masculine traits and there's feminine traits. Totally. Um, so yeah, I always appreciated that. Yeah. And I think that's actually very tough to grow up with four sisters. I yeah. can't even imagine.
1: You know what? I didn't mind it. Really? I didn't mind it. I mean, it would have been nice to have a brother. Okay. <laughs> but I think I'm happy with my family dynamic, I think. Yeah. Like it's it did make me who I am for sure. Yes. Um but yeah, like I think I appreciate women quite a bit and the struggles that they have to go through and especially in our culture yeah they're undervalued so much i think they're undervalued in society in general but in indian culture they definitely are and Mm. and i benefit from that so them being undervalued i am constantly benefiting from that that's that's, so
0: self-aware of you to even say that
1: well I mean, it's it's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's the truth. And so I think a lot of even your experience growing up, you know, I'm sure has to do with that too, right? Like I know Mm -hmm. you have a younger brother and you're the eldest and you're the girl and, you know, and I think sometimes because of my own privilege in my family dynamic, maybe I'm not always able to advocate for, my sister's the way that I should.
2: Hmm.
0: What, what makes you say that, though? What makes you say, like, is there something you wish you would have advocated for that you didn't? or?
1: You know, I think, like, with my oldest sisters, I know that they had different parents. Like, my oldest sister is 20 years older than me,
2: hmm. 19. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, the older two definitely had different parents, and I wasn't around for, like for you the,
0: weren't even born
1: i wasn't like yeah you know what i mean like okay. i wasn't born for their childhood that's super rude not they to were be in there their, i know i mm, <laughs> i'm terrible um and then the two younger sisters they're my older sisters but the two younger girls and me hmm. i think had similar parenting and i've always found my parents parenting pretty fair yeah but then again i can't say that my parents are perfect and that my sisters are perfect, I don't know what conversations they have one-on-one and mm. things that came up while they were living here, right? Um, yeah. So I feel like I'm able to say, oh, it was great and their parenting was fair and everything was good, but that's also because like, of my privilege, right? True. And I've kind of got these rose-colored glasses. I do genuinely yep. believe that My parents, I know my parents gave my sisters a lot more freedom than a lot of other brown girls that I went to Mm. school with.
0: Same, same.
1: And, you know, even I had a conversation on New Year's Eve with with my sister Neelam and I asked her, I said, oh, did mom guys like always let you go out and were you able to do whatever you wanted? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay, interesting. Interesting. And she's like, why? I was like, I don't know. I never asked that. I just assumed that that was the case because I received that and I never saw them have any issue. Yeah. When my sisters would go out, I never saw anything, right? Mm. So yeah, I guess like, I just think I want to be a little bit more aware of what their experience is like.
0: I think um, uh, just as you were talking, a thought came into my mind. um, Something I read is, sometimes you forget that our parents are also parenting for the first time. Yeah. That is their first time doing whatever they're doing too. True. And then you can really start to empathize. Um, and then even when you look at your own experiences, like how you were acknowledging your privilege, um, yeah, being the elder daughter had its tough moments, but it also does come with privilege as well. Yeah. Um, I think I had more of a say in the decision-making process. Um, And I think also being the... Um, older child sometimes means you get first dibs at attention. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean like, I think my parents were very good with giving attention when it came to like emotional things and, and what was, whatever was going on. Yeah. Um, but since, um, like a lot of the extracurricular things I did since I was growing up first and I have a six year age gap with my brother, Mm -hmm. a lot of time was spent on honing those skill sets and driving me to places and whatnot. Yeah. So a lot of what my brother does, and my brother is amazing as well. Like he does so much stuff out in the community. A lot of what he did, um, came from seeing that. Yeah, and he it kind was of self. That. Uh, yeah, I guess you can say that. Um, but I think he's just amazing on his own. Even if I yeah. wasn't there, I think he would have been just as incredible, if not yeah. more. Um, but I think he was. I think, whereas I needed some of that guidance when I was younger, he was able to self lead himself into okay. those areas, yeah, um, so yeah, I think I had that privilege too, as um
1: but I think part of it is seeing you do it, maybe it's not do you know what I mean, and i th- I think you're being modest, but seeing somebody do something is yeah. super helpful and powerful, right you that's true, can learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, and you basically can see that there's a clear path whereas you had to really forge a path on your own.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but I also think um it's about opportunity as well. Sometimes when you're at the right place at the right time, opportunities yeah. come to you and I have to be thankful for that. I don't I don't think like I have something so unique, but No. Um kind of like what we were talking about last time, sometimes you just gotta put yourself out there. Um and when you open one door, then walking through that door sometimes leads to other doors that you would have never seen. Yeah. Hadn't if you hadn't walked into that specific door. Um, but the thing you said about like learning from other people's mistakes and other people's experiences, you actually really inspired me a lot during the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> because um honestly it was such a tough time. Yeah. Uh we were both struggling with things, but um I remember that you were going through some things as well, but Yeah. I was going what,
1: through I was going through a breakup. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: You were going through a breakup at the time. Um, and we couldn't leave the house. Imagine going through a breakup. Uh one that you I think your heart was really in it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but not being able to make any new memories no. outside of the four walls of your house. No. This is just where you're constrained. Totally. You can't go out and see anybody.
1: You can't meet new people.
0: No. You
1: You can't can't replace all those old memories with new ones. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard.
0: It was super hard. I remember us having like emotional cry sessions on FaceTime together. Yeah. Um, But I saw you pick yourself up like such a bad bitch. That's like the phrase I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) use. Thank you. (laughs) And um I'll take it. You know, you focused on really you used to work out every day. I saw like a physical transformation, like no tomorrow in you over those one or two years. But I think the physical transformation was visible. What wasn't visible was how much you had emotionally grown. Yeah. Um, your self awareness impressed me so much. I remember this line you said. I knew that, like, I think I'm gonna cry, but I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I, I, It like literally, I hear it in my head anytime I go through a tough time in life. Oh, my gosh. You said new normals come about fast, Nana. Yeah. And I think as I have an anxious attachment style. Yeah. So a lot of times, especially in my younger 20s, when I didn't know how to manage my anxious attachment style, and I always thought it was love or it was attachment. It was true, you know, um, like soulmate energy. Yeah. At At those times, I would be like, "No, there's no way I can like live without this person. Yeah, there's no way I can let go of this tie in my life." And you said no new normals do come about fast, and it was so comforting for me to hear, yeah, I was like that's right, I'm glad, because think about how many new normals have come in anybody's lives,
1: totally right.
0: Our lives don't look the same as they did five years ago or two e- or one year ago, even
1: hundred <laughs> percent it's yeah. Uh you know it's kind of like the perspective that you have to have yeah because you can only control your actions and what you bring to a relationship or a dynamic but you can't control that other half and yeah sometimes shit happens <laughs> yeah right um but it's funny because kind of bringing this back to when i met you but i had just lost a really good friend and True. it wasn't it wasn't because we fought or we didn't get along. Hmm. Like I really loved that person. Hmm. My best friend, but it was more circumstance. Okay. Um, which is why we weren't able to maintain our friendship. And so I had to learn that was one of the biggest losses that I faced. And I had to learn that new normals come about. Yeah. And when I met you, I was so excited about you. It's kind of like, <laughs> I don't want you to think I was rebounding, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I genuinely really liked you. Yes. But um, if I hadn't experienced that loss, I don't know if I would have been as intentional yeah. and as passionate about you. Like, I think I totally would have seen value in you, but I'm just saying I was open. That's true. I was open to you. Yeah. To a, a really deep friendship with you.
0: That's very true. Oh my god. So I remember. I don't even think I've ever, ever told you this, Anoob. Um, so I was obviously very obsessed with you too. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where I think that I was choosing a password for something and I integrated your name in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't remember if it was like integrating your name into the password or if it was like um uh I remember your password um question where they asked you like who's your best friend or something like yeah. that. Um but then I was like Oh man! If I can sneak my way into his passwords, that's how I know. That's how I know I've secured it. <laughs> totally. Um. But yeah, just yeah, you're right. Goes to show a lot of goodbyes are just an indication of new hellos. Totally. Coming into your and life. that's
1: and that friendship when that friendship did end, that last one I was talking about. That's when I realized, okay, new normals do come about, and oh. I just have to keep it moving. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Keep it moving. Just
1: keep it moving and I will be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will be okay. And it sucks because like you have such strong attachments with people and you love people and I'm not against having really strong attachments, but I think you have to remember that at the end of the day, things can be taken away from you and you have to feel like you got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't always feel that way. Hmm. I don't I feel very attached to the people in my life um, and I love them a lot but I feel like sometimes loss is inevitable Hmm. and I just want to be able to deal with it
0: yeah I feel you and it's hard to accept that um I remember there was um oh man okay so I had a friend who I've known for years. And you know how when you're, like, younger, you talk about, like, moving in together and, like, oh, maybe we'll just live together as friends, right? (laughs) Um, And we'll cook together, buy a dog together. We don't need to get married, this and that.
1: (laughs) We'll play house with each other. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, And I think uh, I I had gone through um, a rough patch uh, towards the end of high school. And I remember thinking, you know, you never know who stays and who goes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when she asked, I think, and and like, I take ownership of how I may have made her feel. When she asked me, she said, Nana, you know, like we can move, move in together in like three, four or five years. I don't remember the exact convo. I said like, oh, yeah, but like, who knows if we're even going to be in each other's lives at that point in time. I-, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I, I probably said it in a nicer way, but this is not a nice thing to say. so it doesn't yeah. matter if I gave her flowers while I said it. it's just you yeah. should just be like, yeah, let's do it. like that's the energy you should go in with. yeah it
1: showed you weren't like super secure. you yeah. gave her the feeling that you weren't secure in the friendship.
0: I know maybe I think I think the feeling that she got was like I think it was a little heartbreaking for her yeah it, it, it and it would be
2: yeah. and
0: and I'm not really proud of that, but it's so funny just a couple of weeks ago this is i'm just thinking of like a contrast um one of my other best friends messaged me saying you know like um if we're not married by 35 let's both move in together and i was like i'm down let's do it but you know like yeah. it's because that part of me has healed and that part of me like i'm not jaded in that way that i was yeah. at maybe at that time because of my experiences um but yeah i i remember feeling that at a point in uh, my life where i i couldn't Taken my relationships as permanent things in my life. Yeah, And we can't, we can't, but still we do accept a certain extent of permanence. Totally. We do take our relationships for granted a little bit yeah. to rely on them.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I guess that's with anything, right? Like we even build entire lives knowing that one day it's going to end. This is getting so existential, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Like we say yes to things and You know, we try to, like, buy a home and we have kids and we do all of these things. Yeah. But inevitably, you're going to be gone and, you know, it just is what it is.
0: It is what it is. That's right.
1: But we just have to keep on being forward-oriented, you know, and build these lives yeah, as if we're never going to (laughs) die.
0: I think that there is um, beauty in impermanence, too. I think if we... And this is getting pretty philosophical now, but I think if we were guaranteed to live forever, I don't think we would take things seriously.
1: No, a- we would Because
0: we have a finite amount of time um, and limited knowledge of how much time we even do have. Yeah. Motivates us to do things. Totally. And form these relationships and count on each other.
1: I agree. But you and me, we're forever, babe.
0: <laughs> we're forever. <laughs> <laughs> xoxox (laughs) okay well with that um i think it's uh time to wrap it up but we'll be back
1: we'll be back
2: next
0: week
1: thanks for listening
0: thank you guys we'll see you soon
1: bye